the hoodie like his studio. I'm Joey Stats. I got the kid. I got Cena. We're back at it again. Good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> Good evening. Welcome back. Here we are. Take two, if you will. God, I'm having deja vu. I feel like we've done this already. <laughs> oh, wait, we did. Oh, yeah. Good evening, good afternoon, good night. Good to see you guys. Welcome back, listeners. We are back in action. Good to see you. I've been away for three weeks. Bummed that I missed Barry last week. Yeah. Yeah. Disappointment. I like we have guests. It's a good time. We probably would have hit the big five if you were here. No, I probably you'd probably go two or five. <laughs> <laughs> I had zero value. <laughs> so you see, we would have done worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I would have. I would have <laughs> sold one. You would have sold a single somewhere dude, oh, in that yeah. sequence. I, I would have pumped the shit out. So I'm like, dude, look at this. It's the, it's this. It's that. It's this. It's that. And you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't like my sense. pick anymore. That makes sense. And it's a Joel horse. I'm all over it. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, and Joel's riding oh, it. Yep. Sold. <laughs> uh, welcome back happy Mets Brewers week thanks for the yes. ass whooping oh anytime thank you for not going perfect our pleasure that would have nice. been awesome yeah. I don't know why they pulled them after 69 pitches that makes no sense because that fucking eye creeps everybody out you gotta get them out <laughs> at the game I thought he was there's I didn't, kids in the stands I, I didn't realize that he wasn't he was he was on pitch restriction I for sure thought we were gonna see a perfect game he was dominant. And you were at the game, Kevin. I was at the he game. He was dominant. Yeah, nasty. Just absolutely nasty. I just kept going like, dude, he's fucking smoking it. Yeah, I was. I mean, and then when they pulled him, obviously, first pitch. Like, yeah. After they pulled him, boom, hit, broke I'm up. like, like of course. But yeah. it makes sense. But uh, dominant. Uh, I don't like pitch restriction. I get. I understand it, but I mean, he was fucking dealing. Mm, yeah, I mean, and my thought, too, is like, okay, obviously, we're chasing out to October now. We're, yeah. we're thinking about, yeah. it makes sense. Yeah, you, But then it's it. like, how many times and are you going to have the opportunity to throw a perfect game? And you're playing the Brewers. Sure, yeah. every time he pitches, he has an opportunity. A perfect game, though? Yeah. Perfect I'm not talking about a no-hitter. Yeah. I'm talking about a perfect game. Perfect games are so rare. So it's I, just like, it's one of those things. I didn't get to watch it, because I, I turned it on in the third, and he was perfect. I'm like, wow, okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. There's no need for me to watch this. And was he fired up? Was he up. was he pissed that he was took, taken out or not? Um, I couldn't see in the dugout, but okay. I think there was. Uh, was I he think punching the bad boy? <laughs> no, he's just staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my good eye. <laughs> that reminds me, that bad boy for the match was a fucking he's a big tank. Kid. He big was boy. a unit, dude. I mean, him and Vogelbach probably have the same uh, so, meal prep plan. No, so this is all right. So I was at the game yesterday, right? My boss is down. He's a Mets fan. We go to the game. Your first base coach, Kirby. He big boy, <laughs> right? And I'm sitting there. We're we're ten rows behind the Mets on deck circle. You can't see second base. <laughs> no, dude, it gets back. So we're sitting there, and I'm like, dude, look at this Kirby fella. Look at this guy. That's a lot. That's a that's a beefy boy. And then he goes and stands next to Rowdy. Yeah. First, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> well, on deck was Vogelberger. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude, I hope I hope Vogelbach gets on base so I can see all three of these pricks together, <laughs> right? <laughs> Bad boy comes then out. Then the bad boy comes out because Vogelberger walks, takes off all of his shit, goes to grab it, and grab big boy, bad him. boy comes out, and I got all four of them <laughs> in a perfect line, and I'm with my boss like, dude, look at all that beef out there. <laughs> that's the most weight that's been on first base in Holy years. Holy Lord. <laughs> dude, it, that kid was a tank. I mean, He's a big yeah, kid, man. I, I think that, was, honestly, that bad boy, might, it might have been a punishment to be bad boy, just so he can get some running in. That kid was a fuck. <laughs> conditioning? Just, yeah, it's conditioning. Yeah, go on there. <laughs> go ahead. Get some get some conditioning and uh, get those balls and bats. I right. could hear him getting fatter. <laughs> I can actually hear you. <laughs> but Vogelbach, I mean, he it, uh, he's big he's boy, big he's boy big but boy. like in person, he's even bigger. Well, and he I've, legit looks like Chris Farley too. Oh yeah, I thought uh, him and Rowdy were like similar size. Yeah, 
Roddy's tall. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not for the world, but compared to yeah, burgers. And you just think, both those guys are on the Brewers at the same time at one point. Vogel <laughs> <laughs> bomb. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. that uh, clubhouse buffet looks like for those guys. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. It was funny, too, because... 14 pounds of bacon here. On Tuesday... <laughs> <laughs> on Tuesday, uh, the Mets obviously clinched a uh, playoff berth. Right? Yes. Clinched a playoff berth. And uh, they did all the pictures and everything. And Volobach was like the one guy... There's a picture of him. He's actually in the just background. Just crushing bush lights. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting in the chair, slumped over, not really smiling, just chilling, drinking Bud Lights the whole time. Oh, was time. it Bud Lights? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm fairly certain there's been more... Uh, celebratory beer and champagne celebrations at Miller Park in the visiting yeah. clubhouse and there has been home <laughs> probably smells like champagne in there do you, remember when, do you remember when Carlos Zambrano threw a no-hitter at Miller Park uh, yeah. when they used Miller Park as a substitute because it was yeah. snowing in yeah. Cleveland yep. yeah. yeah yeah I remember that yeah, it was great <laughs> a lot of celebrations there. fuck and for everybody Brewers else, yeah, for, for everybody, everybody else. else. The Brewers are a good team. <sighs> well, I, I, I know one guy said they never deserved to be in the playoffs. We are time. not having this conversation again. <laughs> for the fourth I mean, time? <laughs> for the fifth time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, so stupid. But yeah, good to be back with you guys. Uh, COVID, COVID Carl back in the flesh. I gotta yeah. tell you, those COVID pills are money. Yeah. If you get COVID, take take the, uh, I forgot what it's called, Pravada. They're antivirals. Okay. Holy shit, dude. They're pills? Yeah. There's a lot of them and they're big. <laughs> You sure it was like death? speed. They're like speed. <laughs> you sure it was? The, the doc told me I wasn't supposed to be snorting them, but <laughs> <laughs> they fucking work. So what oh, do I do? Fuck. Just crush these and rip them? <laughs> <laughs> I know we talked about <laughs> but to see the doctor's face if you ask him how you should take it nasally or orally. It would do be I take the orally? <laughs> so do I just yeah. crush this up and rip you, a line? Or? Wait, wait. <laughs> can you <laughs> imagine <laughs> on the side of the bottle? Crush, line up, and snort. Preferred with a hard sole boot. <laughs> Smash them. Snort him. <laughs> hey, Doc, how many am I supposed to snort at a time? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what, what, every 15 minutes, like normal? <laughs> hey, do you think I should pluck my nose hairs before I snort <laughs> Do the <laughs> wax job? <laughs> should I also make this very secretive in the bathroom and just run the water while I take these? <laughs> or do I just take them anally like everything else? Expositories. <laughs> Are there any services I shouldn't snort them? <laughs> so is that bad for me? Doc, how do you crush up your pills? <laughs> 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 but no joke they uh they they were well i tested positive on monday started hammering those things monday night i was negative by third friday morning by, friday by tuesday morning i also had, hadn't slept in seven straight days and i've been running marathons and snorting them yeah, <laughs> yeah. felt good be sure, be sure I, I also got lost in a, in a deep long quarter horse Addiction mm-hmm. at night by myself in the bunker. Love those quarter horses. Hey, I can't mm. can't play quarter mm. horses. They're fast. Speed, play. baby. Speed, speed kills. Speed all fucking day. Yep. You're spot on too. It's average distance, average speed, yep. best speed. Yep. Gotta get all of them in there. I love yeah. It's just yeah, speed. That's it. Not post position. Outside post, position. post, baby. Give me that ten slot every day. Hard on the turns. Oh, they don't go. They only go straight. That's right. <laughs> if they turn, you're fucked. The <laughs> <laughs> real problem. The real problem. It's a hard left. It's funny. Some of those quarter horses do get confused. They think they're turning right out the gate, and they just uh, bash into the rest of the horses like bumper cars. Oh yeah, yeah. it gets ridiculous. Yeah, I've seen did you guys? Did you guys see the four-headed uh, dead heat the other night I at Lowe's? <laughs> Four-way fucking dead heat in a six-horse field. No, I so mean like there was six, there were six at the wire. 
<laughs> four. Uh, no, was on there. Was Chicken East a part of this one? Did he pull the horse up at some point to so make it a four-way tie? <laughs> so it was 450 yards, and after 100 yards, he stopped. <laughs> He's and just then, like, fuck it. Let's, let's make this interesting. Pulls hard. <laughs> That's wild. Chopping that ticket up would be ridiculous. Four-way tie. What do you think of it? You probably have to pay the track money. <laughs> you probably have to owe them next time you bet. Yeah, next time you bet, $8 more. Yeah. Uh, it's $10 bets, 18 because you hit that last race. <laughs> so my twin players are saying that I'm betting it for a dollar. Yeah, it's because that four-way tie last race. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so stupid. Uh, but you guys sounded great last week. It was good. I appreciate all the small dick jokes. I felt like I was here. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm just nonstop. It's I mean, just not, it's nice coming from my friends instead of my wife. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> the, the text strand was pretty funny too between you two. Where you're like, oh yeah, small dick jokes and uh, small dick jokes. Four, four the fives. Four your fantasy team sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, what you respond with is like, yeah, three out of four of those. Yeah, th- you're right. <laughs> you're used to that. Three out of four. Yeah, used that. To that. that was a very layered joke. That oh. was that was good. That uh, was, was good. That was like up. a perfect uh, joke. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to go over the top and be like, yeah, three dick jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I just leave, I just love that I left it out there so you had to decide which one I did, which one didn't, what whole value there. Well, I mean, I figured it was the dick, the, yeah, the small, dick jokes. Definitely. Dick. That's, that's, that's sure. definitely on there. That's, you know, that was, <laughs> but I was bummed, man. I was bummed to miss Barry, but you guys sounded great. And then, uh, you know, obviously you guys did your pick five at Churchill and then you went nuts at, uh, Belmont and Aqueduct. When do they start calling it Belmont and Aqueduct? It's because Belmont's getting repairs done. So it's supposed to be Belmont, but it's at, at Aqueduct. So oh, it's, just, the B, it's the BAQ. Oh, we know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so we're just doing that right now. But I wasn't even going to play at uh, at Aqueduct. I really wasn't. I, I had invested pretty much heavy on Churchill after we uh, covered the pick five. And I'm like, all right, so I, I'm going to just take a shot. I had like, I think it was three keys actually in that pick five. It was a $4 ticket for 50 cent pick five. And it paid over 500 so four dollars for 500 so i was pretty happy with the results i gotta say i was pretty yeah i'd say so pretty pretty ecstatic not very often you turn four dollars into 500 yeah Yeah. but i told you guys (laughs) show us the rest of your (laughs) ticket that's when i don't have to show you can go through you can go to my fucking feed and see that's the only pick five i played but uh the the crazy part was that i was texting you guys i had i just had to get past that third leg that's if i can get past the third leg with irad because i had uh I had a single with Irad in that race, yeah. and he won. And he was like, I think he was but, like six, seven to one. I'm telling you, man, like the, the handicapping was outstanding. But it was the energy you were putting on the universe. Like, dude, I'm winning this pick five. And oh, that's yeah. not, we got to try that just because we go the opposite. It's like, hey, which leg are you going to get fucked in? <laughs> like, oh, one. Oh, you're going to get fucked in the first. I'll probably get fucked in the fourth this week. I'm getting yeah. screwed in the last leg. Like, Key Joel again in the fourth. <laughs> More like Goddess. Yeah, sign me up all dude, day. All, all fucking day. <laughs> Joel, you got the mount again? Dead. Yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Dead. Yeah. No, I, if I get past that third leg, I had two in the fourth leg and a single in the fifth. And if Alvarado was going to lose that last race, he'd have to fall off that horse. There was no way it was no way he was going to lose that race. And he wired the field, so that was mm-hmm. that was pretty solid. Yeah, that was nice, man. That was yeah. good. So, are you a fan of Aqueduct or Belmont then? Well, I'm a fan at Belmont at Aqueduct. No, uh, you got to pick one or the other. Belmont's trash. I, I like <laughs> Belmont more than Aqueduct, but uh, I think from an ROI perspective, I bet you I cash more at Aqueduct than I do Belmont. But it's at Aqueduct. <laughs> it is at Aqueduct. So technically, a technicality. Yeah, that def- that definitely jumped up my pricing yeah. for Aqueduct. So, yeah, I'm just I'm just wondering. Yeah, Saratoga. So usually just, when usually when Aqueduct goes down, you're just like, ah, it's Aqueduct. Like I don't like the track, but I mean, hmm, yeah, you might like it now. I mean, listen again. Why? It's the only bet I played. I didn't play anything else at Aqueduct. I didn't play any verticals. All I did was play a four dollar total mm-hmm. ticket, and then I. Looked at the first, like I said, I watched the first three legs, and I'm like, there's no way I'm losing this ticket. 
Yeah. But I did watch the last two legs. <laughs> that would have been baller if you didn't watch it. That was just like, I know I'm kind of cash. Oh, the walk, but I, I the said walk, the walk away three? Yeah. <laughs> I said, I'm cashing it. Yeah. Yeah. Walk up to the, the ticket booth. Just, yep. I will cash. say that I am actually very happy looking back that Kentucky Downs wasn't going on while I had COVID. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that. Could have been a, that that could have been a real problem. Oh, oh there's no way you're not firing. It for sure would have been. Fuck, I had to fire every, all fucking eight <laughs> every race. I had nothing else to do. It for sure would have been. Dude, I was fucking killing Kentucky Downs this year. I had one good day. <laughs> I, had, I mean, I had some good days. I, had one good I mean, day. that's all it took, though. Yeah, that's true. That's, that's what we talked about last week. Yeah. Kids like, uh, that's why you like it, because you spread. I'm like, yeah, because there's yeah. fucking prices. Yeah. Like, when he hit his, he had, you spread the exact, he had three or four on top with three. Behind, three, three on top with back, six underneath. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> and that's obviously not my betting strategy. So yeah. $18 just, ticket for 400 bucks. I'm like, yeah. Dude, you can't go wrong with those. Like, you can't beat that, you Jerry. Can't, you can't beat that, Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, that's a five-pound can of tuna. <laughs> <laughs> 387. That's Starkist. Yeah. Most, most tuna don't make their cut. Who ended up winning that uh, meat, technically? Was it Tyler? I believe Tyler, Tyler did, yeah. I think he had it locked up pretty much yeah. early on. First day. I mean, he, st- he, he comes, out, three. comes out shooting. Mm-hmm. It's tough to beat there. It's because he got his ass whooped all day. <laughs> Saratoga. Saratoga. Yeah. But the disappointing thing about that meat is that obviously it was only like eight days and there was rain out on like four of them. Four. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it's half like, the meat. Did yeah. you see some of the fuck stories on the pick fives no. on the, on the cards that were cut halfway through? Uh-uh. Yeah. There was guys that uh, like they lost leg two. Yeah. Right. And then they stopped the card and they oh, did yeah. the pick five. They would start a fresh pick five later in the week, but they yeah. didn't get refunded. Because what? they got knocked out of the pick five already. I guess it's a losing ticket. I guess, but if you're but gonna run, if you're gonna run it. fresh pick fives, then what's the point? Yeah, because you lost and you weren't live. Yeah, but they didn't even finish the ticket though, right? No. Well, you didn't have a ticket because it was losing. Yeah, but but they, they didn't, didn't they finish. Didn't, it. They didn't finish the ticket. So what <laughs> happened to all the money? So the people that went two for two got got refunds, but this, the people got bounced. Vegas? Is it Vegas? You got two out of three in your one tie all tie last game. One tie all tie. One tie all tie. This ain't paradise. Fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, guys are fucking nuts. Yeah, I uh, I had a rough couple weeks with COVID in the house. You guys beat the piss out of me in fantasy. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah, both weeks back to back. I got to open up the Kinsillas. Got a double that. dose. Mm. Horseshit. My team sucks. I didn't even t- and respectfully, I didn't even talk any shit. There was no need to. I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's still, I mean. Like, pretty, like when I play when I play it. like Foursquare or dodgeball with my daughter and her friends, like I don't need to talk shit because <laughs> you ain't walking around spiking the ball. <laughs> I own you. It's my house. <laughs> no, yeah. I had a, yeah. I, I think you could have run with uh Diggs and another player. <laughs> One more. Yeah. I was I was gonna tell you you should bench Diggs. <laughs> could have <laughs> just not play him because you still, a, did you have somebody else going to um, a kicker or somebody? You need yeah, like four know. points. I'm yeah. like, dude, bench Diggs. <laughs> If it was a league that you you didn't need points yeah. throughout the year, yeah. yeah, you could you could have set your last four starters because I put seventy three on the board. <laughs> that was a big. That's the second lowest point total I've ever produced in nine years of this league. The See, week, <laughs> next to the week before, you put up eighty six. I put up one eleven. <laughs> you kidding. fucking chill. <laughs> oh, I thought I beat you by more. Seems but, like you need. No, to move, you won uh, by twenty. You won by twenty, and you got twenty four from one play from one guy and twenty from your defense yeah. and. It, it turned out defense wins championships, it, it, baby. It, it turned out that Sony Michelle really wasn't that bad of a pickup. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't score. He didn't start. Two no. points. <laughs> no, you didn't start. Him, I didn't start. No. 
No, I got, Sony Michelle was not my stud. I got I got fucked by Jerry Judy making one catch for seventy yards. <laughs> yeah, and then you guys are going back and forth. Uh, Penny turned out not to be that big of a deal. No. I think Penny's still sell. I'll still take him off your hands. Julio or Michael Thomas, Thomas straight up. No, Julio. I'll, I'll give you Julio all day long. I'm not. I'm not making that. Much. What about Why? Michael Thomas for Saquon? Hmm. Ooh, peaks interest. Say what? I huh? said, what about Michael Thomas for Saquon? And he said, no. Oh. Well, we, we can talk offline. I got a lobby, though. <laughs> yeah. After Thomas. Still, after, drop after, him after Thomas. <laughs> he's going to be good. Is he? He had 13 targets last week. How many did he catch? Uh, yeah. Seven. Hmm, 50%. He had seven? I, I saw what? like six drops. He had seven for 63, I think. Hmm. He'll be fine. Underneath, man. He'll be fine. You guys he are all hooting and hollering. Not 14 for 140 and three touchdowns. Look at me go. <laughs> it's going to be like hamstring, hamstring, hamstring. I'm going to be sitting here in my stable for full of running backs in week 13. Yeah. I'd cut him. I'd cut him if I were you. <laughs> Joe, Joe, no, the real problem with fucking fantasy football right now is Kyle Pitts. He's yeah. the fucking problem. He has no, Mariota's six targets. Problem. He has six targets. Well, if, you, if you listen to the press conference, they're trying to win football games. Not they're fantasy not football, fantasy games. football right. games. Yeah. yeah. So, so you'll have another new head coach next year. <laughs> 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 well, I didn't know yeah. that using my best uh, player. Arthur Blank even music. heard that and he's like, what the fuck what? is this what? guy talking about? What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> That's all we got. <laughs> Fantasy's Drake, all we have. Drake's what been legit. Drake, I think Drake's a good hit. I don't yeah. even know the coach's name. No. Um, but he looks like he eats fucking bags of pork rinds by the dozen. He's snorting COVID pills too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, give me two bags of pork rinds and uh, some yeah. of those bendy straws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Arthur Smith, S- Art Smith. Isn't that the Art owner? Smith. Is no, he a singer? Arthur Blank. Oh, yeah. that's right. Art Smith. That guy looks like he snorted. Oh, some Sam Smith. Day. That's the singer. Yeah. Sam Sneed. Yeah. Sam Sneed. Golfer. <laughs> 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 fucking shot what the fuck yeah so good for you handshaking assholes yeah get your Mets winning we'll see you in October fantasy football yeah Mets Mets hopefully October <laughs> yeah we'll see it like Brewers playoffs ooh I don't think it's gonna happen two and a half uh, you got four games with Cincinnati they're they six and thirteen, and, and, Phil, and Philly has the Braves, so that's a good time for you yeah. to that actually is good bad for us this, this is the week the only way <laughs> Milwaukee would have been relevant in the playoffs is if all three aces were healthy and the bullpen was good and none of that's true. They can't hit. <laughs> Burns is good. Yeah. Uh, the last two games that Burns pitched against winning teams, he gave up a combined 16 runs. Chicken, Corbin, Burns. Yeah. Um, you guys are up 4 nothing right now too. See? Look at mm-hmm. that. Positive. Burns, didn't he own a power plant nuclear Excellent. <laughs> Phillies are also up enough. <laughs> He's pitching now, huh? Yeah. Fucking little grew some hair and some balls. <laughs> you get your liver spotted hands off. <laughs> oh, wrong birds. Right, that's good. Wrong that's birds. good. Wrong birds. So I was having bad weeks. You're having great weeks. You guys are winning fucking fantasy. We got jobs going on. We got home run balls being caught. You were yeah. at you were at Miller Park. Yep. What day, what game was that? Sunday. Aaron Judge. Last game with the Yankees at Miller Park. 59th at Miller Park. Ball. What is it now? Amfam Field. I, I refuse to call it. You know what pisses me off about that? Yeah. That it's green? No. But the, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. No. What pisses me off is that insurance companies are like, oh, yeah, we're here to help you. You motherfuckers make so much money on everybody, you can afford the naming rights to a stadium for yeah. 20 fucking years. Well, how's your rates? Uh, <laughs> drop them. Fuck American family. <laughs> You know what else sucks about that? It's Miller Park. Stay fun. If you haven't been here in Milwaukee, Miller Park is like 700 yards from where the original Miller Brewery was. Correct. Right? 
not only is it not Miller Park anymore, Miller just lost the fucking oh, beverage yeah. rights. It did, yeah. It's going to be Bush being sold in AmFam Field half a mile from Miller Valley. Bush. Burn it down. Burn it down. Back up the truck. Turn this fucking place into a parking lot. Especially after Burns and Woodruff are gone. Yeah. I mean, I still don't know why the place is green. It's trash. Yeah. Like, what, a, what a color choice for... I, I would assume like the metal parts of it is green. I think they did it that way because at some point it would rust and it would oh. turn green anyway is my guess. Yeah. It should have gone yellow or blue. Or I mean, or they should have just kept the uniforms where they were green and blue. Which oh, those that were, was the worst. Dude, those were the ever, best dude. uniforms you guys have ever had. Bullshit. I, I, I swear yeah. by them. Bullshit. The, those, white, those those are my no, the white, those are my the white pinstripe MB. That's the best of it. Mm. Yeah. Baby blue, yellow. No. No, it was the dark blue pennies with the brewers across the chest and the MB on there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the best of them. I beg to differ. But the, what do I know? The 94 blue, blue green. Yeah, those are my favorite. Dude, it's, it's, the, it's one of the worst logos in the history of sports. Uh, what about the when the Bucks were red and green? Like Christmas colors. Yeah, that was pretty poor. Yeah. Pretty uh, wild, wild color choices for it's Milwaukee teams. Purple. There's purple yeah. and green. Purple, purple and green. Yeah. Yeah, the original, colors, the original that makes sense, green so. and yellow was fine. Green, yellow. <laughs> they, had, they had the, you know, the New York is, you know, Syracuse, Knicks, Mets, Orange, they're all the same blue. fucking colors. It was green and yellow. The Bucks were green and yellow. Packers were green and yellow. Mm. Brewers were Go back to the Braves yellow. Blue. Packers were yellow and blue at one point. They were. Yeah. Yeah, they were. And the division was black and blue. <laughs> Oh no! Bro. The vision was shit. <laughs> well, <Brian. laughs> according to national, st- according to statistics from the police department, there's a lot of people that are black and blue after Packer losses. You believe that shit? That is true. Actually, DA yeah. goes up. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I get pissed off with the Packers <laughs> losing, but not that. Like, nah, I would never do that. What a family! Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, man! You know what? Brewers should never go back to that uh, that baby poop yellow beige color. Mm. That was horrible. Those were horrible. Yeah, it's supposed to be gold. Look like dingy, but I mean, baby. They shit. should go back to the blue and the green though to match the stadium. I mean, it makes sense. Um, Stop it! Yeah, just, yeah, it makes sense. It's the worst, the worst idea you've ever heard. <laughs> it's the worst idea you've ever heard, except for that the Brewers never deserved to be in the playoffs. <gasps> they didn't. But I digress. They still don't. COVID year twenty twenty. I'll buy that. They were probably I'll take stealing that. too. I'll take that. Science I film. think hundred percent they were. Yeah. Yelly was for sure. Yelly went three forty down to two sixty. Three forty forty bombs. Why are you uh, doing this year? Well, I'm hitting two sixty with twelve. Can't bet his IQ. Uh Mike Brousseau slugs better than he does. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Who? Right. Who? Right. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. See, I, I like him so much I forgot his name already. I'll never forget that guy. when you Darvish called him out on Twitter. Did you guys see that a couple years ago? No. Uh, I remember you telling us about it. Yeah, and he's like, Oh yeah. Yelich is only hitting because he's stealing signs, and Yelich came back with nobody needs to steal signs to hit you. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking great. That's pretty it awesome. So, right. Tell the story here. Uh, you're yeah, at the sorry. Yankee game. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, Yankee game, 59th home run. Well, 58th and 59th were both hit by Aaron Judge. Obviously, he's chasing the home run record. Um, we were at an outing for like a work thing, and um, one of her coworkers were actually uh, the one that caught the ball for the 59th home run. Pretty sweet. Yep. So obviously there's a lot of hoopla about it and everybody kind of goes around, tries to get the ball. Yeah. He got it. Everybody wants to take a picture with it, blah, blah, blah. But immediately you get the Brewer reps as well as the Yankee reps coming up to try to negotiate for the ball. Okay. Right. So 
<clears throat> after some back and forth, the, the first offer the stingy pricks made. Yeah, what's the low the ball? Yankees, the Yankees. The low ball, <laughs> pun intended, was one <laughs> signed Aaron Judge baseball for the home run ball. And a pack of sunflower seeds <laughs> in his back pocket. Yeah. yeah, not even that. Just just the ball. <laughs> just the, that's it. Meanwhile, signed he signed, baseball. what, 20 before the game? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure he's he's signed thousands of, of baseball. That's but yeah, valuable. I mean, that's, yeah, it's yeah. his 59th. It's his personal record. I'm sure it's worth... A lot more than one signed baseball, but the guy kept ensuring that he's like these are going for six fifty a piece. It's like, mm, yeah. Nah, actually, if you look at eBay right now, they're going for like two fifty. Better so, off offering that two foot bribe. <laughs> yeah. So mm, you're good. Uh, in the meantime, the crowd is around, and there's people that are even offering um, him straight cash. Like, I'll give you a thousand dollars. A Yankees fan is like, I have a thousand dollars on me right now. I'll give you cash. Straight cash. Homie. Straight cash. Straight cash. Another guy, a Brewer fan, who I'm assuming was probably just like a collector. You know, mm-hmm. big. You know whatever, take it to a card shop, whatever it is. He offered $2,000. Damn. Two grand cash. And so as they're going back and forth, the Yankees rep is sitting there with a smug look on his face. All right, we'll bump it up to two baseballs and a hat. Now we'll bump it up to four baseballs and four signed hats. Okay. <laughs> Still, they're going for 250 each. The, the hats are going for, I don't know, maybe 150 each, maybe. Yeah. Still losing money on this. Somebody's going to offer you $2,000, right? Right. So back and forth. Um, at, at a certain point, and then he's just like, all right, well, you guys aren't off. You're not going to go up. Like you guys can afford to give a Jersey. No you shit. can afford to give a, a bat. You yeah. guys are the biggest, like when you talk about money, you guys have a ton of it. So there's right. no reason why. I mean, you're it's telling a, me Aaron it's a milestone ball for a guy. It's on pace to break the record, the original record yeah. from baby. What Blues. does it mean to you, Aaron? Aaron, you yeah. want a bad? What does it mean to you? <laughs> Joe, Joe stats. What would you uh, pay for that? Uh, give me a teaspoon of George Steinbrenner's ashes. <laughs> <laughs> put it in this tin of skull. <laughs> put a little Jim Baby. Put a little, yeah, p- put a little pinch of uh, Steinbrenner between your teeth and gums. <laughs> what do you got in the dip? Mm. George tastes like money. <laughs> Jeez. Uh. Fuck, dude. So they lowballed him. <clears throat> lowballed him, and uh, you know he was like, "All right, well, you guys obviously don't want the ball that bad, so I'll just sell it to this guy for two thousand dollars." Yep. Dropped it down to fifteen hundred because the Yankees said they wouldn't authenticate the ball at the ballpark because they wouldn't give it to him. Fuck so him. He sell- he sold it for fifteen hundred bucks. Good. So good. And then sixty was hit the next day. <laughs> the next day. <laughs> the next day. And those pricks gave it away for free. So no, I mean that is insane. Yeah. Gave sixty away for free. Yeah, it was worth anywhere from fifty to I, I was hearing five hundred thousand dollars. That fifty ninth is worth a dollar and eighty five cents right now. I hope he gets his money back for it, just out of principle. Yeah, but at least at least reimburse me for my fucking tickets for the day. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Can't throw me two hundred bucks. When we we went to a game and somebody on the Diamondbacks hit like uh, they tied their season record for like RBIs or beat their mm. whatever. The guy got it. The guy was a home run ball. He got the ball. And the guy literally was like, okay, we want the ball. We'll bring you down there. We'll sign a jersey. We'll give you a bat. And we'll let you come down to the clubhouse and meet me and take a picture. And yeah. he got to bring a fan. He brought another person. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. The Diamondbacks, they could do it. You sure as shit the fucking Yankees. On just a career record. Just, yeah, not 59. I think, I think you're right. I think there's the arrogance of the Yankees. Like, yeah. oh, you should be lucky to take these four signs. What the fuck am I going to do with four yeah. signed fucking baseballs, <laughs> yeah. dude? Yeah. Yeah. Give me a helmet. You know, give me the all, give me all game worn <laughs> shit that day. Give me the jersey. Give me the pants. I'm gonna fucking wear them. I would have taken like one Costanza. cleat. <laughs> I would have taken one cleat for that ball, dude. I don't sign cleat. I don't think game I want one. a cleat because it's like you know two and a half feet long. Yeah. Like clown like clown shoes in that six foot seven monster. <laughs> dude, he does wear some monster shoes. <laughs> Been shacking the same Hats shoe off size. To your lady friend. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd uh, I I would not have accepted for signed autograph signed baseball. Yeah, so that's kind of kind of great. Slap in the face by yeah. yeah. I mean, granted, I think the the thought process too was like they know Aaron Judge is going to hit another home run. But you, you, know, you can't throw in a knish there, dude. Let me <laughs> you let me get some splash off. Yeah. Let's go to the clubs and let me you know let me let me get some splash off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me take a picture with him at least in the fucking. Shout Charlie Mafia tennis. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, yeah, uh, fuck yeah, mm. do it all day long. That's wild though. That's yeah, pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. I mean, I didn't think we would. I thought it was gonna when he hits a home run. I thought it was gonna go outside yeah. the stadium. That's a way better story than my four beef, <laughs> my four beefy story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, those guys would have accepted the condition, the two foot brat that they sell at uh, Miller Park or Amfam, Amfam Field. Fuck that place. It does kind of suck. I mean, not gonna lie. I think the stadium's great. I no, I think American. it sucks. I probably would have been like Kramer. Funny. It's great. I'd have been Every like stadium smells funny. <laughs> you ever been to Wrigley? <laughs> right. No, I actually haven't been to Wrigley. Oh, that's such a bad place. Uh, I heard that place smells like piss. It smells, but you can smell, still I'll smell the, the remnant stale cigarettes. Yeah, you can still yeah. smell like the remnant sta- stale cigarettes, the, the, the trough piss. Yeah. And old style stale beer. Yeah. The funny thing is, is everything else smells like piss, but the bathrooms smell like a botanical garden. That's true. It's glorious in there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I would probably be like uh, fucking Kramer, like when he got offered the the coffee burn we'll give you free coffee i'll take, I'll take it. it i'll take it <laughs> right away we'll give you an autograph hat i'll take it son of a bitch i'm gonna call him a bomb threat yeah i'm a terrorist bomber <laughs> yeah. for a fitted hat day <laughs> uh yeah you know it'd be nice if you get fitted hats out what a pinhead comes in i guess <laughs> i gotta be on top of that <laughs> oh, i'm so God. happy to be here and not in my basement bunker uh, it's good to have you back why don't you uh, crush a couple more of those COVID pills and let's get into this handicap? Maybe we should. Line them up, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got COVID, but it could stop me from getting it. I got to tell you, I, I, I asked the doc if I could take more of them. Like, obviously, I wasn't snorting. My price should have been. Okay, I Brett felt Favre. fucking phenomenal on them. <laughs> really? Dude. Yeah. It's all that riboflavin. And I don't know what it was, but it, it felt like alpha brain mixed with Adderall mixed with speed. Mm. So breakfast. <laughs> sounds, sounds like breakfast. <laughs> 1987 stockbroker breakfast. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Yep. Got it. Yeah. All right. We're going to parks this week, huh? Yeah. yeah. Stack card. Um, a lot of uh, solid races. I'm pretty excited for this one, actually. Fun fact: It's a good looking card. And C Note and I were were doing some con- con- conversing earlier. Um, we learned something this week. Yeah. Mark that down. Mark this down. Great. Stakes race. Stakes races, graded, graded stakes, stakes races right. in the state of Pennsylvania. You're not allowed to use Lasix. Mm. That's a big player. So if you're going through your form, you'll notice on races nine through twelve, uh, nine through twelve, which is what we're handicapping. That's like that's like not smoking weed at a Willie oh, Nelson that's concert. Pain. That's like that's, that's like not snorting your COVID pills. <laughs> that's, that's like not having them at all. <laughs> that's, that's like offering four sign balls for a fucking home run ball. It's <laughs> insane. So there's no Lasix allowed in, in the in the stakes race. Thirteen, they can have Lasix, but three year three two and three year old graded stakes races. races. Horses are just detoxing with all the Lasix. Oh, it yeah. could be yeah. fucking reeling. Could be. So uh, doesn't say anything about Butte though. Baffert's horses are going to be there. Too. <laughs> Baffert's are going to be there. Baffert's but they don't there. use Lasix. They're already, <laughs> they're already detoxing. <laughs> <laughs> they're like allegedly. Lasix. Allegedly, Lasix. What is this shit? Lasix. What the fuck is this? We're not looking yeah, to help them. We're terrible. Pump them up, bro. Shit. This ain't gonna make you run faster. Yeah. See, fucking nothing. Doesn't say, anything, doesn't say anything about four gallons of adrenaline. Uh, can I get that Peruvian flake I was getting last week? 
Are you going to give them? <laughs> <laughs> we use topical stuff here. It doesn't it, matter. Uh, yeah. You know what it was? You know what it was? Hmm. Somebody pissed in the hay. Yeah. <laughs> and then all. he ate the hay. I want to use that. If I ever get pulled over for a Dewey, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Dude, I didn't drink shit. My buddy, though, he... <laughs> Dude, I was just at the corner. Four crackheads just pissed on my Subway sandwich. <laughs> it's not my fault. It's not me. It's not me. Yeah. It's not me. It could be me. Um, so uh, we're adjusting and looking at a uh, bunch of horses in these first four races that how they've done on Lasix and off Lasix. So yeah, big key factors were handicapping. We are going to parks. We're going to run this. Uh, it's called the Philly. <laughs> they, they call it the Philly Big Five. So it's the big uh, nickel bag. The Philly Fat Florida Nickel Bag. So five's big? Five must be big. Yes! For once. We're halfway there! <laughs> Small uh, big jokes. Uh, <laughs> keep them going. All right. Let's get to this fucking ninth race at Parks. Uh, this is a five furlongs on the turf. This is the grade three Turf Monster Stakes. Purse of $300,000 for three-year-olds and upwards. You got to get past the first post here. I'm going to take... Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Is that putty? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's, right. Yeah, that's where I'm going here. You just I like sit there and stare at the seat? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm going to take that's right. Uh, Andy Hernandez. Andy Hernandez uh, for Michael Moore. This horse is cutting back in distance here. I've been running five and a half furlongs the last two times out on non-graded stakes race. Moving up to a grade three. Yeah, it's a little bit of a bump, but this horse has got a lot of speed on the inside. Definitely going to be four lead place. I think it has the opportunity to go ahead and actually get the lead and hopefully be able to wire the field for five furlongs here. Um, a couple other things here that I'm looking at from statistic-wise is that uh, for 2022, the trainers had a good percentage at 23. And uh, like I said, Five furlongs, way better than five and a half. Can't go six, but five is definitely in its wheelhouse. So, yeah, jump up in class, but you're getting three to one right now on the morning line on a horse that I think uh, is a decent price to kick this off. The workout at uh, Parks on September 10th, which was my birthday, was 47 and two, nine out of 46. So, a little freshening up, keeping them sharp. I'll take, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's a good pick. I have that one circled on my form as well. I think that, uh, that inside post definitely has a good shot here in this race. Um, I think I'm going to look at more of a, I would say just off the pace angle, which is a five uncle Ernie, Ooh. uh, Joel Rosario, my favorite jockey, uh, is getting them out here. I'm taking a look at some of the workouts here in specific, mm -hmm. and I'm seeing a lot of speed here that this horse is putting out some absolute bullets, September 9th, uh, 47 flat. And then if you back that all the way up to August 12th, we see a 35 and one, uh, in three furlongs, which you don't see very often. So I see that John Service is doing something here where he's trying to put a little bit more speed in this horse, which I think needs, but you're also going to go ahead and shorten up a little bit in this race. So I think that Joel is going to sit in that stalking pace. I think that your horse, uh, the one on the inside, may or may not get into a speed duel with, I believe it is uh, the seven. Mm, I see the okay. seven as being one that's going to go out there and maybe possibly mess a little stuff up. I don't know if he's fast enough, but... Um, Definitely going to test the pace. Yeah, with Tyler Connor coming in, I think he's going to go ahead and try to steal something, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I think the one is going to pull away and ultimately get the lead from the seven, but I think um, I'm going to have probably both the one and the five on my ticket to start off the race. Gotcha. Um, I'm shying away from the one a little bit, and namely just because it was off Lasix last time out and yeah. died, died down the stretch. Um. That was a five and a half. I get it. I get it. Um, I got the five. I'm taking a look. Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm just going to stare. Um, I'm taking a look at the four. Nothing better yeah. with Luis Saez. 
the hunchy. I'm not really overly impressed with the works, um, but we're coming down in distance. Um, I like the little off pace look. I, I do agree with you guys. I see the one and the five, maybe the nine trying to go as well. Um, but I like the fourth coming off of a stocking trip. Nothing better. Anything for uh, for the two surprise boss at uh, five to one with Irad for Rafael Rohina. I just thought that this, you know, I could scratch out the last race here in the uh, 150,000 non-graded stakes race. I thought that the, I think the five furlongs, again, it's another horse that kind of fits in that five furlong window. It's, it's kind of losing it a little bit at seven furlongs and six, but I think five is definitely where it could be. This one may be going early as well, or I think it could sit off the pace, which it has done before. So it's a little tactical. I wonder what you guys think about the two. Um, I do like Irad obviously on this horse. I mean, in the grade three, uh, the quick call, Finished third by three and a quarter again. Very similar class. I mean, you're getting you're shortening up by a half a length. I don't know if this horse. I think underneath is probably where I would put this horse. Yeah, I think underneath stuff because I, I thought three back on June nineteenth in that uh, hundred fifty thousand New York Stallion race. That that's a race where I thought was a little more, I guess, fitting to, compared to these. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eighty four speed figure uh, for seven furlongs one twenty one and. 121 and two fifths and uh, just kind of faltered there late. So again, I thought the shortening and distance helps out in a definitely a jockey upgrade here. Yeah. Maybe by, by half length or by, um, sorry, uh, by a, from point from a five and a half to five. I don't know. Like Kendrick was on last time and I don't know what happened to that race. I'd say it was it bumped, just, but I, I didn't look at that. Right. right like anything. It just like, it's stuff like that. That kind of makes me question yeah. like where it is, but I, I think the I read effect is, is in full effect here. I, I faded, faded him. Yeah. I, I just don't like the recent form in the last two. I mean, to lose by seven and a half. Yeah. Not only was it a bump start, but also they said just flattened out and was tired all the way through. Um, if yeah, okay. I, if I'm going to go outside, like I, I, I like where you are with the one and I, I like the four and the five outside. Them. I like the four and the five. I, I might go way outside. I may take a good hard look at the 11 mm-hmm. smooth with Frankie smooth. Pennington coming to town. Um, recent form was phenomenal after 102, 102 speed rating, um, at the hundred K stakes race at five for long. It's not too, t- not too long out, but at parks. Yeah. I, I, I think I'd rather stick, stick the 11 in there than the two. I will Ooh. say, I will say I read when he came to parks that one day, I think he had like shattered it. Yeah. He had a monster. You know, I feel like everywhere he goes, he, he just shatters. like, as soon as he goes to it, like an off track and I don't even want to say parks is like an off track. No, it's but, like an, like a track that's not Saratoga, Belmont, Keeneland, Churchill, anything like that. Yeah. He just demolishes. He'd win nine races at Colonial Downs. <laughs> I mean, that's what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So I, I mean, get it. it's it, it. I just want your opinion. Yeah. It. I think I that it was interesting. This is one that I'll probably have a little bit slimmer on my pick five. I'll have, the one I'll have the five <clears throat> and I'll have the, I'll probably have the four in there as well with, with size, but I'll try to keep it slim because I think there's some races I might actually like to spread in later. Okay. I, I think I'll probably spread on that race and try to single later. I think yeah. that was a little tougher, but uh, let's go ahead and move to the tent. I'm just going to try to move past the first leg. So I'll probably do all <laughs> kicking out the six. Six only. <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, he'll probably beat me. You heard it here first. <laughs> That'll be a soundbite for next week. All right. Six wins uh, by 12 lengths. <laughs> Race 10, six furlongs. It is the grade two gallant Bob Stakes. Personal $300,000 for three-year-olds. This was probably easy for me. I'm a little biased here. I'm going to take the three provocateur. Of course, I'm going with I-Red again. First time on this horse for Todd Pletcher. 
Obviously, I have micro shares on this horse uh, a while back. So <laughs> yeah, baby. I got micro everything. Shares is one of them. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking for a payday here. The horse is in great form, continues to work out strong. I really wasn't really excited about the 17th of September workout, but uh, I've seen this horse on the track. It gets up for every race. It's been in the money every time out this year. Broke its maiden at the end of last year. There's nothing I don't like about this horse. Constantly moving up in the speed figures. Little setbacks on the longer distance. So six furlongs, way better where I'd like to see it. I don't like the seven furlong races that it's ran, but at the six furlongs, I think it's definitely within its grasp. Third into grade one, and we're going to a grade two here. So I think it's against these. I see Provocateur being the easy winner. There are a couple here that I'll have underneath, but Provocateur is going to be my uh, heartfelt pick for this race. I have Provocateur circled. Um, I think I'm going to go and stretch out a little bit here. I'm going to take a horse with a price. Uh, It's going to be a lot of hope which is the 12 here mm-hmm. with John Robb. A lot yeah. of hoes. Oh, hope. <laughs> my bad. Uh, oh, my, oh, my fault. <laughs> my bad. Uh, stepping up in class a little bit here. Last time out, $250,000 race. Um, won by almost three lengths uh, and did it very impressively with a very stout close coming from four back and then ended up winning by two, almost three lengths. So I think that's kind of similar to what you're going to see in this race. You're going to see this horse be a little further back and then he's going to have to try to make a big move down the stretch. But this combination has been pretty lethal too. Um, Toledo is is doing very well when he rides for John Robb. And uh, this horse just seems like it's in really good form last two races. I mean, 99 speed figure all the way back on July 30th and one by 15 lengths. Granted, this is way, way, way step up in class, but still to win by 15 lengths is, is pretty pretty impressive than post 99 speed figure. So I think there's something with this horse. If it doesn't win, I'll definitely have it underneath. But uh, I think for a price for 10 to one, I will definitely have it on the ticket. Anybody got track condition, by the way, side note for this weekend? Cause I, this is probably one of the horses for an off track. I definitely want to have on the ticket. I have no idea. Uh, I, don't know either. I know there's rain going through the East coast and a lot of MTOs are being held. Okay. But I haven't seen anything specifically for the parks yet. Okay. Yeah, that last race too, uh, kid for that two hundred fifty thousand non graded stakes race at Chucktown. That was mm-hmm. that was a stronger race than two back the seventy five thousand non graded stakes race uh, at Laurel. But that last race was very correct. Impressive. Yeah, that's yeah. What I'm it was a big step. I mean, that was a, it's a way drop. In that was a big step up and still convincing the ninety one speed figure. Yeah. So yeah, anytime I see something like that in the form, I've got to I've got to keep it on uh, keep it on my radar. I like it. Good price too. Where are you at stats? Um, this is probably gonna be a spread race for me, but there's something about this 10 lightning Larry that I can't get away from. We got Chantel doing her, uh, Chantel Delgado combination shipping in. Um, I feel like every time we see them come in for one mount, uh, that horse has a price and absolutely destroys the field. Um, track bias on this race right now is being wired 34% of the time. Early speed is the winner. That's what this horse likes to do. Um, Delgado running at 21%, 40 to 90 days away. He's 24% winning as a shipper and 25% in graded stakes. And when him and Chantel ship together, they seem to do a very good job. Um, last time out, they got beat on August 6th at Monmouth by Provocateur. Mm-hmm. Uh, bump start looked like shit. Took a nice break and just hammered a 36 flat three furlong workout. They're yeah. going to ship in. Um, I love putting some money on Chantel making a trip for one race. That's a nice sharp work mm-hmm. yeah, coming into the race. 
Uh, I also like Witty a little bit. I thought that there, there was a lot of early speed here and a lot of uh, horses that want to do the same thing, kind of stalk and sit in that stalking position. If you're looking for a closer, I think Witty with uh, Carol Cedeno, the number eight horse, that's one that can possibly close. Grade three last time out didn't really show much, but uh, four back at the Penn Mile, grade two um, also didn't show up. So I'm sitting there going, ah, graded stakes races really doesn't show up. But in these nine graded stakes races has been has been there and has shown at the distance to, to be able to make up some ground. I don't know what's going to happen. Came second to Provocateur 2 back in the Jersey Shore um, stakes, 104,000 non-graded. Next I, to Snooky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at the Shua, the fucking situation. And I'm telling you that uh, this is one that possibly could be on there. It's 12-1 morning line, probably going to go up from there. But I thought underneath we could be a decent price. This is definitely a, a spread race for me. I, agree. Um, I think that there's a lot of talent in here, but there's as much as I like provocateur, because I do think that this horse is very strong. I think it's got the best shot, especially with Irad um, and Todd Pletcher teaming up. I just think that there's a couple unknowns here with some of these other horses that I think might run a different race than we've seen before. So I'm going to have to, yeah, if I, if I'm, if I'm building my ticket out loud, I'm going to thin first leg and then spread a little bit in this, this second leg. Cause I think it's, yeah, I, I think there's some talent here. There's, there's another horse in here that, that comes off the pace. If you're looking at a closing angle and I'm looking at the nine running son of a gun, good Lord yeah. gun runner, baby likes to come mm-hmm. off the pace. Yeah. Just, just lost his last time out in August to Jack Christopher and good night. Yeah. yeah. Can't really complain on that. Okay. I'm okay um, with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, time before that, lost to goodnight again. Um, so I think this horse is actually getting class relief coming here. Charge you the time before that. Holy like, shit, right? Know. I mean, uh, one of these horses <laughs> born in the wrong year again, right? Yeah. Um, the workouts have been sharp. 47 and, and 4, 48 um, and 4 back-to-back work. So I think there may be a, a closing angle with this 9. If not, on top in your pick 5, I, I like him in the exotics well, specifically. And same thing, too, with the 11. I mean, Nakatomi is also a horse that you just... I'm really confused board. on Nakatomi. So Nakatomi is, I mean, lifetime six races and has hit the board five out of six times. It's won three races, mm-hmm. um, came in second and came in third once. Obviously, hasn't ridden at parks, but I mean... Anytime I see Wesley Ward and he's got Joel Rosario, I, I know I've said a lot of shit about Joel here in the last couple of weeks, but I mean, it's Joel Rosario still. It's still a, t- a top jockey in any colony. I mean, he's a, he's going to be a Hall of Fame jockey at some point. Um, teaming up, I can't keep this one off my ticket, especially with some of the workouts. I mean, you're seeing a minute and three and five furlongs, and you're seeing that a couple times. You're going to see uh, a minute and three. I mean, it's just this horse is working out fairly well and enough for me to even look at recent form and say, Hey, this horse yeah. has got something with time. Huge, yeah. It's hugely bet every time out. Yeah. Right. I mean, the, the odds in every race since it's made and the ascot. Yeah. yeah. Took him over to Royal ascot. He was 14, 14 to one. Otherwise he's been heavily bets so up the cut. The, the public really likes this horse. Yeah. Um, and I get it. Like, and Joe and I were talking about this before, like on paper, it's like, okay, speed class, you know, speed ratings are good. And, but nine to two favorite. It might be a little short. I don't like the six months on the shelf from his two-year-old to three-year-old campaign. And then, obviously, comes out and wins that race, uh, optional claiming 62,500 condition uh, at Churchill. And then, you know, obviously, another gap since June. So we're going on another three months, not over 90 days away. And the percentages are good, obviously, for Wesley right. Ward. He's, he's okay with horses that are over uh, 90, 45, 90 days away. But and a, and a decent workout for five furlongs, which out of any of the workouts for Nakatomi, the five furlongs is the one that I like the most. I'm really not looking for three furlongs from this horse. I'm looking for distance uh, on his workouts. And that's all you've been seeing here for the last three workouts for September 5th, 11th, and 18th. So there's a lot of positives from the works 
but I just don't like the the shelf life and and the time away. And I don't know. I'd probably need to see one more uh, with this jump up in class. Like TK, I, I'm gonna have a hard time not having it on my ticket. I think just because I'm spreading, I'll have it. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like I said, the combination is what is kind of keeping it for me and reason okay. form. Five out of six times hitting the board, I have to have it in there. I, I can't not have it in there. Um, what do you What do y'all think about Scarmouche on the outside? Uh, looked and then moved moved around from it. Also in very good form. Yeah, moves late. John Velasquez, five wins, eight times out, and a third. Yeah, six I mean, times in the board, five of which he's won. Five, so six times against Park uh, on the Parks track and won five times. All five of its wins have been in this track. Yeah. And you get Johnny V, who is wildly underrated in some races like this, too. You're going to like, get a decent price on Scaramouche, too. Yeah, it's like these are the races you're like, ah, oh, Johnny V, you ain't got a shot, right? And then you yeah. come out and wire or some, do something crazy. I mean, five for five or five for six at Parks is, is enough to, like I said, this is definitely a spread race for me. Trainer hits uh, uh, hits the board over 50% and has won over 26% um, on over 82 starts. So, you know, Guadalupe, uh, Preciado. I don't, I don't know. This is one I can't bet them all. Uh, you know, it's. I'm just trying this, to go from a I, rating standpoint. This is one of the toughest ones for me because I even have I have question marks next to the two of a of a revolution. Also, yeah, I'm I'm sticking with speed, and I'm trying to stay away from the closers. That's that's why I, I, I try to. I have to focus. I, yeah, that's right. I that's where I went to the ten. That's yeah. yeah. If you start liking closers, then you have to respect the speed and you have to spread an all button here. So I'm trying to stick with the speed. Do you guys, when you handicap the races too, think about track bias and jockeys that have been riding there? Yeah, we talked about that. Like what, are, what's your guys' take on that? Because I, even though I read and all them are coming here, it's like, part of me is like, well, some of these guys know this track like the back of their hand. I think and then you get a yeah. world-class jockey like Irad who also can come here and win five if he wants. I think it takes Irad one time around the track to see you know, any kind of bias himself. But like, do you think those good, jockeys, good jockeys have... won't take long? Uh, Cause there's some good jockeys that take longer to, we've talked and about that. They're getting better tracks. horses, obviously. Too. They're getting better horses. Right. And it, if you're seeing that they're on mounts where they've won, these horses have won before. Yeah. Now you're getting, it's a jockey upgrade. It's not going to take long for these jockeys to really understand. Maybe earlier in the card, we're already talking yeah. 10th, 11th race that were at nine, nine and 10. Yeah. It's not going to take that long. Plus, I don't even know if they're going to be there the day before, if they're running on Friday or, or what the case may be. So local jocks have an idea. They know how to run the race to maybe beat them. Yeah. But, I mean, you're still going against top I guys. mean, do you think they have a chip on their shoulder, though, too, when these guys come into their jocks room and they come in, like, all these top jocks come in there, too, and they ride a little bit harder? I, Part of me I, thinks I have to like, imagine that it's got to be the competitive juices. Yeah, like I mean, like if somebody right. came into like my what I call it, consider my house and was like, "All right, you guys are we're here to win all the stakes races." I feel like some of these jockeys on these maybe bigger prices might be riding a little bit harder than. Yeah. I think for sure average. that happens, right? It's not like yeah. it's not like playing in a softball league where all of a sudden a triple A player shows up and starts dominating. Like, we have one of those actually right now. He's I had asshole. one of those too. He's a fucking asshole. Yeah, it's not fair. <laughs> that doesn't make me raise my game because I don't really give a shit. But on the pros, I think it, it, yeah, it, it would have to. It doesn't change the horse that underneath. Though. That's true, and that's what I said. Like obviously, I read and those guys are going to get better horses, yeah. but I think some of these when you can make a case for some of these horses, you can kind of make a case like, oh, this horse isn't really outclassed that much. I think maybe. Um, I don't know. It's just not a thought that goes through my head that maybe some of these jockeys, you might see some bigger prices too. So for me, like I'm looking for speed. Then they've proved it without Lasix. Yeah. That's it. That's all I want. That'd be the angle to go with in these races. I'm just looking for winners. 
for some of those COVID pills. All right. Uh, 11th race, the mile and a 16th. It's a grade one cotillion stakes, purse of a million dollars for Phillies, three-year-olds. I have three on my list that I will be playing. I won't go outside of that. I think I'm just going to stick with these three. So maybe I can trick my ticket down. But I'm going to take Secret Oath here. There's nothing that I cannot like about the horse itself. Um, she's been in great form throughout the year. Uh, Louis Saez, Dwayne Lucas. Listen, this horse has been second to Nest the last two times out, fourth to early voting epicenter and creative minister last time before that, beat Nest in the Kentucky Oaks, and lost a cyber knife in the Arkansas Derby. This horse has been up against it, has consistently gone ahead and shown up. Against these that it's run up against uh, on Saturday, much the best. I'm going to take Secret Oath. Possible key to shrink the ticket, but I have two uh, backups that I will probably be adding um, on additional tickets, but I love Secret Oath. Well, yeah, you know me. I, I have I have a deep love affair with this horse. I yep. love that it likes to challenge the boys and how it. Per, per, last time this horse ran a mile in sixteenth, honeybee. honeybee. Yeah, yeah. You know, some of that field is still hasn't finished yet. Yeah, you yeah, and, and that I would say that the honey, <laughs> the honey honeybee was it wasn't the greatest. Uh, sure. I would say it was the greatest field to go up against. But a one forty four though at a mile sixteen. After that has been. I mean, we're talking about horses that are going to be running in the Classic and the Breeders' Cup Correct. that it's run second and third to. So I against what we're running up here on Saturday, yeah, males and females throughout its last uh, six races, uh, yeah, I'm Secret Oath is much the best. Should be the single. Where are you going, kid? Uh, Secret Oath on the ticket for sure. Uh, call me crazy. Call me a glum for punishment. You're crazy. What number is call me crazy? Seven. You're crazy. Shahama. <laughs> oh, I have to go back Shah- to Shahama. I love this horse still. I'm still replaying the races back in my head from UAE. Shahama, um, obviously, mama. I called this horse out in the Kentucky Oaks. It did not work out well for me, um, <laughs> nor did it probably work out well for you if you listen to me. So I'm going to go with the seven here. I think that this horse, last two races, um, you got Flavian Pratt at Belmont, and this horse came in second in a four-horse field against gerrymander um, lost by three lengths. gerrymander was obviously much the best there but did beat juju's map who i thought was also a very solid horse so um i kind of give it both i want to take a shot here because i do see a lot of talent in this horse and maybe it's just because i like i said i kind of fell in love with the horse when i watched those replays and how it performed at uae uae um, but then if you look at the last race out at monmouth obviously it it's not a ton to it's not a, it's not a huge uh, tip in the cap of Shahama here. Ran a ninety six speed figure. Jorge Vargas got the mile one by two and a half lengths. The competition again mm. beat Juju's map, beat uh, Shotgun Hottie. That's okay, I think. But uh, Flavian's getting the mount again, and I think this horse has a big race in its you know potential. So I think I will have Shahama on the on the ticket here. I do think that this horse is special. Just has to have the right trip. Yeah, it works have improved since the layoff too. So I, I think that's a plus. I, it's not on mine uh, just because I didn't like Correct. the non Lasix races. Like I said, I had. might be crazy or a little biased or whatever, but I, I just you know, in to this horse's credit, it did ship. And statistically, stats you brought up that horses that ship from UAE were absolute dog shit, and they have been and it proved true. Um, that doesn't mean now that this horse has kind of gotten its you know, acclimated. Yeah, yeah, it's gotten yeah. its regiment back here in the states. I don't know if uh, that has anything to do with it, but I think it's it's got a shot. Yeah. I like I like seeing the works states. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I have a deep love affair for the for Secret Oath. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love drama, so I want to have the two Adari Manure 
Manor, Adari, Manure. Manure. <laughs> it's a fun uh, word to say. It is. Um, I want the drama. I want Bob Baffert coming back, stirring the pot. Outside of that, um, the horse has changed hands twice in terms of training while Bob was serving his suspension. But last time he was training him, he just won a grade three by 13 likes. Um, and we got Mike Smith shipping up for two mounts here. I love the works. I see five furlongs in a minute. Seven furlongs at 124, five furlongs and five and 58, almost flat. Um, so if I can have somebody that's going to try to win this and steal this race, I think it's the two who can go to the front and try to wire it and hold off Secret Oath from the closing angle from happening. Um, I'm going to have the two in the ticket for that reason. I love the two. I love it more because it's seven to two. I love the price on this horse. Like it's hard, hard to find. You're going to get seven to two on this horse. It's been a favorite the last four times. It's out. been bet out of its mind and it's only competed one time on LASIK. Okay. So if you can get seven to two, that's value. Correct. That's, that's more value than you can ask for a four horse at seven to two that has an honest chance of winning this race. So I love the two. It's definitely going to be on the ticket. I'm, like I said, I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to have the, the key with secret oath on my big ticket, but I'm going to have the backup ticket with the two. And I thought goddess of fire number three with John Velasquez for top Fletcher was an interesting little angle here uh, coming off the grade one, Alabama, uh, which was third by six lengths. Listen, lost the nest and secret oath before, but did, did run third. So the horse does have some ability to, uh, to stick with these, with this kind of class um, second to, you know, Taraba and, Again, lost the secret oath. It just kind of looking at this horse with the class that's run. It hasn't really had terrible races except for the Oaks, which we've already talked about how the Oaks ran and, you know, how a few horses that we expected were going to do well did not do well. But prior to that, um, I think this horse still has a shot. I think the cutback helps out, obviously, um, with the speed that's going to be for the place that maybe Goddess of Fire has something underneath. Not for the win. If I was going to say anybody could beat, uh, Secret Oath, uh, Adari Manor would Manor would probably be the one that I'd I'd probably have to look at. It's a weird way to pronounce Shahama. <laughs> Shahama, <laughs> no, stop it. Shahama, mama. No, no, that's you're spot on. Yeah, yeah. Let's, six two. I don't know. I got eyeballs on some unders with the five and the nine. The unders are interesting, but for the win, for the for the Philly big fat Philly five Florida dime, I'd say the. Uh, I think to me it's two horses. It's real hard for me to keep Gunrunner horses off the ticket. So I feel like oh, go ahead. that nine society, what what could fuck things up for the two is the nine likes to go as well. Yeah, we're living uh, in a society, you know. That's true. <laughs> I kind of feel like upset this race. I'm not. I kind of smell upset. I don't know. Too far. I think society. Has proven itself in the in the Grade One Oaks at Saratoga. That that's the horse we're probably going to see on Saturday, fourth by seventeen lengths. That's that's where I would see this horse being. Even how it came back in seven furlongs for the, uh, you know, Chucktown race. Stun- you know? That's a Chucktown race, man. Stumbled, came out. I, I have a hard time not having it on the Dude, under. I stumble every day. I'm not impressed. <laughs> Stop. I've got a lot of excuses. You're 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 high now. No no. The pills wore off. <laughs> yeah, I caught my nose hairs. For, <laughs> for Sacred Oath, I mean, like, I think, obviously much the best, right, of the field. Secret Oath is the class. Secret the Secret Oath is is definitely the best. Did I say Sacred Oath? I think you did. Yeah, whatever. Secret Oath. Um, definitely much the best here. But I think it's like one of those, like, it seems almost like too good to be true. We've like talked, on paper. Here we go. We talk about all I, that. What if he doesn't hit the board? She doesn't no, hit the I don't. Board. I don't. I think this horse will hit the board. I definitely think it'll hit the board. Um, 
it's just like every time I feel like I, if I single secret oath, this horse is not going to win. I, I just have that feeling. Like if I single this horse on horse on the ticket, it's not going to win. You got warlike goddess on the fucking broom. That's why. <laughs> Maybe it's because Saez <laughs> is slumped over on the picture. I don't know. <laughs> I just, there's something about it. Like I said, I well, think. Well, Joel's not on him, so. That's true. That's you're, true. You're okay. We should be all right. Yeah. Joel's on the, on gerrymander. Yeah. And yeah. I don't, I don't like gerrymander in this race, so. Gerrymander beat Shahama. What? Yeah. yeah, two times. Yep. Yeah, that's what he was saying. That's why I don't like gerrymander. Yeah, I, I just like I said, I think it almost seems too good to be true. It might be the best. It might draw. But you got to zero your ticket down, right? Right, I mean, this, somewhere this is, I got to do it somewhere. But it's just like this race. I've got bad I, vibes. I think this is the only race you really can. I got that's bad vibes on this one, though. I don't know. I, I hear what you're saying. I'm going to go real thin in the first race. The first leg, either I'm in or I'm out. Oof. Second leg is going to be spread. I'm going to have a, a handful okay. of horses there. This leg, I might also. Spread? I might spread a little bit. I, this, I, this is going to make the ticket. I hear you. I hear you. This may make the ticket. I would agree with you more on just on, on spreading versus keying. Mm-hmm. If Secret Oath didn't just run three really damn good races and get beat by Nest early voting in Epicenter. Mm-hmm. That's... I'd agree. Like they still, the horse ran damn well, and none, none, nobody in this class is anywhere close to Nest. All those horses Nest, are in, in the classic, opinion. right? All those horses right. are in the classic this year. So I hear what you're saying, Justy, and I'd mm-hmm. love to do it. Um, I think I'm, I may go secret oath with one more to protect, to hedge that way a little bit. Mm-hmm. But that's I, where I, I would hear, go. I hear where you're, I hear I mean, where you're at. I get it. Yeah, I just like I said, it just seems like it's too good to be true. That's the it's, gambler in you right there. <laughs> but again, I, I'm going to try to I'm, get beach days going. <laughs> and maybe, maybe not. Maybe this is a single. Maybe the, the spread race should be with, you know, was it the third, the 12th race? Yeah. Maybe that should be it. Maybe that should be the spread race. But this one right here, it just seems like, I mean, it seems so cut and dry. That I'm with you. Secret oath. And every time I do that, every time I say, oh, it's, oh this horse going off two to five. I'm and it ends you. up getting nosed out by uh, eight to one shot. By, no, yeah. it's like, by the nine horse society. <laughs> it's just one of those races for me. I a lot of just, like I said, I, I kind of smell upset, but yeah. I'm probably wrong. Let's go to the 12th. Uh, 12th race, the mile and an eighth. This is the grade one Pennsylvania Derby, purse of a million dollars for three-year-olds. This is a tough race, obviously. I think it's a three-horse race. I'm going to take who I've been taking and sticking with since day one. I'm going to take Cyberknife, Roger and uh, Brad Cox. Listen, uh, just missed out in the Travers, five lengths from Epicenter. I picked them in, the, in that race. And uh, listen, I wasn't disappointed, but I, I figured I'd try to beat Epicenter that day, and it, it just didn't happen. But the horse is still in great form. It's still one of the best horses you're going to be able to see running on Saturday. Uh, the 104 speed figure, two back in the Haskell, is what I'm going to ride on at 146 and one at Monmouth. I'm, I'm looking for that same trip, um, probably a little more closer. I know he was six by four lengths in that race, but he's probably still going to be a handful of lengths off to the speed. He can't let him get away too too fast on front. So I think Flojo uh, keeps him in a nice pocket trip. Going to be a little wide probably coming home. But if he has that late kick, you just didn't see it against Epicenter because it's Epicenter. So you weren't going to be able to run anything down late. But uh, still held off some considerably great horses, including Zandon in that race, who's also in this race. So I'm going to take Cyberknife. That's my top pick here. And uh, I'm going to stick to it. Stick with this one with Cyberknife. Yes, I mean, it's going to be really tough to beat. Um, now I'm trying to retract my statement of spreading in the last race because I just looked at this race. Again. Yeah, yeah, it's so wide open, mm-hmm. um, and I don't know where I want to draw my line in the sand here in this race because 
By the way, it looks like my ticket's going to be, by the way of it, it looks like my ticket's <laughs> going to be like $4, $300. So I have to make a stand, a hard stand somewhere. Um, it's just really tough in this race because I think there's so much competition. Uh, I'm going to be pretty well aligned with you stats on your pick, but I'll let you talk about that horse. I think that's probably going to be my top choice. How do you know who it is? Uh, maybe just, uh, well, I'm not taking away to bar. Yet. No, it's, it's the eight. Yeah. Yeah. Taba. Yeah. I, I think that's where I'm going to go to, but, um, yeah, I just, I think Taba, so it came down to in the last race at the Taba and, um, Cyberknife came down to, yeah. Cyberknife got a perfect trip. I mean, that was probably the best I've seen. Best trip I've seen in a while that Floron has given a horse. I look at it different. Yeah, see, I don't see it as a perfect trip. I see it as a well-ridden trip by um, Floron. I mean, the rail opened up for him, kind he, of. He I split mean, horses they, and was able to get to the rail and close I mean, the out rail the did open. If they stayed against the rail, it'd be a different story. Possibly. I still think he could have tipped out and still been able to pass. I think the horse is, I think the horse is great. I do think the horse is definitely going to be the front runner. One mm-hmm. of the front runners here. Um, I just, the way I saw that race is that in the Haskell, it did play out very well. It was a very good trip for this horse. I think it was a perfect trip and table was right behind. Yeah. The table was literally right there. I mean, I think if they even go a little bit further, you know, if they maybe go and maybe another sixteenth or whatever, it's it this it's a different different race. I think I I didn't see it that way because table was right on the. I mean, table was literally right on its heels after. I think I think it just once Cyberknife made the move. Listen, with this new, I said it podcast ago before that race went off at the Haskell. I said that you know the the late turn of foot is something new for Cyberknife that he didn't have mm-hmm. a, a, early in the year. Right. That now is developed and. It's just like pulling the trigger, and I think that was just a perfectly timed race by Florent to find the space, pull the trigger, and get the win. Yeah, but, I mean, like I said, I, I, I mean, I'm not sure that Taba. Yeah, Taba's a great horse. I think Cyberknife. I mean, like I said, whatever. I mean, we're talking in circles. Cyberknife got the better of the head. I okay, mean, it got it won by a head. Um, I think Taba is just the same caliber. I think these horses are going to be your two top front runners. I mm-hmm. think Tabo, the way in current form, if you scratch, obviously the Kentucky Derby didn't get the trip in one, but if we scratch that race, take it off the form all completely, this is probably your morning line favorite. I feel like just looking at the speed figures, looking at the class, looking at how this horse runs, um, obviously who trains the horse says a lot. You're getting a hall of fame, hall of famer, Mike Smith. This horse is obviously a $1.7 million purchase. Yeah. It's, it's everything that you want in a horse, right? Without saying anything else, without actually seeing the race, this is what I want to see. Um, out of Gunrunner with Mike Smith, Bob Baffert, one point seven million dollar horse is firing on all cylinders. Just lost last time out. That's probably going to be my choice. I'm not going to argue that tape. Uh, tape is definitely one of my three. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's good. I mean, let, let's call it for what it is. It's one five eight. That's it. It's one five eight, and then you're trying to figure out can any, anybody beat those three, right? I mean, that's the decisions we got to make. Yeah, and I right. came up empty everywhere I went, trying to find anything other than than I guess, yeah, five eight one. Yeah, I mean, that's it's the class of it. Um, you know, it, like, when we talk about betting strategy. I mean, do you, do you do you just go with it and key key the one you like? Do you get all three of them in here and try to sneak in sneak in a Skippy long stocking? <laughs> I want to <laughs> <laughs> underneath. At I like, like Skippy underneath. Yeah, that's a, that's a definite possibility for any other verticals. And you know, the, barrio. the interesting part, I won't is, play white barrio. Yeah. Only riding in grade ones. Yeah. I am used to the class. Didn't do shit last time out though. in the Haskell. No. Ohio, so Derby, Ohio Derby. Derby. 
Yeah, but that was a... Do that Tawny Port win. Yeah. The fuck out of here, Tawny Port. So I I think the other sneaky one is the six, We the People. Mm -hmm. And I say that not because I think it's a better horse than these three or classier than these three. I think it's interesting because... I think the horse can go and go to the front and we got a, a this this race style at this park is being wired at forty percent. Yeah. And you got Taba likes to come off the pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Cyber and I've tried to go to the front last time in the uh Cyber in the Travers and that late turn of foot. Late turn of foot. You, you know, know, do do we have somebody who can have lone speed who can steal this thing? Yeah. Cyberknife's not gonna go to the front, he's gonna set off. So somebody's gonna go and they they might be able to you're probably right. Is it the six? Could be. But there's a few in here that are tactical enough to be able to do the same thing. I mean, you could say it about simplification. You could say that about um, White of Barrio, if you want to go back to prior to the Holy Bowl. So, yeah, yeah you'd have to go back to the Florida. Yeah, you have to go to the see, Florida. For me, you have to go back to doing something that hasn't done in the last six months. See, for me, I, I kick out simplification. I kick out White of Barrio just from the speed figures and the distance. I kick Absolutely. them out right away. So the, the, I'm just saying who's going to the front. I'm not saying that the speed figures look, or the times are even that decent. 151 for yeah. a mile and an eighth is not going to win this race. I, I just look at We the People is one of the last three times out, triple digit speed figures, has gone to the front every single time. Um, and Flavian's getting the mount back from Ricardo. Yeah. Does that horse have enough to try to steal it? I don't know if it does. Against these, I'd, it'd be tough. Possibility. It is interesting that, I mean, F- Flavian's on the six. He's ridden Zandon a few times as well. Um, the last four times, I don't know if that was a. Uh, Chad Brown change, or if that was a Flavian Pratt decision, but um, those are the it, conversations I wish we could have. Yeah, right? that's that's an mm-hmm. interesting talking point there because I mean you're getting Joel too, but I mean Dad kicked him one out, <laughs> <laughs> just took it off the ticket. You know, statistically, I mean, I think uh, Flavian rides for Chad Brown more than Joel does, so I think that business is already established. So I mean, it just makes me think maybe, possibly, maybe he's there. But let's wrap this bitch up. Uh, race 13, the finale, uh, mile and 16th on the turf, alphabet soup handicap. It's a purse of $200,000, non-graded for state breads out of Pennsylvania, three-year-olds and upwards. Give me the Lasix. <laughs> Give me the juice. Oh, pump my veins full of that shit. Make them snort it. <laughs> yeah, make them rip it. Uh, I'm going to take the one <laughs> by land and sea. Uh, the only one I think they can go to the front and steal this race on a bunch of horses that probably want to come off the pace. How about the mile workouts? I, we talked about that a little bit. You don't see too many back-to-back. First off, you don't see too many mile workouts, but you got two back-to-back, both over parks. Um, this horse has been racing at uh, Penn National, Belmont Aqueduct, Saratoga. It's been around a little bit. Horses in good form. Last race here at Optional Claim 80,000. I don't know what happened there, but uh, faltering late uh, at the mile. Probably why they did the mile works here. But you got Guadalupe uh, Preciado for... Um, uh, the trainer here was trying to make a little bit of a move with this horse uh, recently out of uh, the Dutro barn and you're getting Michael Sanchez here on the mount. So listen, I will take a little bit of a chance at a five to two on a race that's completely wide open from horses that are either first time coming over to turf or have never been on turf or are dropping down in distance, moving up in class. There's a lot of volatility in this race where you have an argument and a compliment probably for everybody in this race, except for probably the 10. But other than that, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the one by land and by motherfucking sea. Bitches. <laughs> those those mile workouts are super interesting. Crazy, right? Yeah. Back just, to back. And they're yeah. not like, obviously, they're not fast or like they're not pushing the horse or anything. But I think just, I don't know. It's interesting. You never really see that in the form. Yeah. 
but I do like the one a lot there. I think that that horse has a good shot. Um, I'm probably going to take a swing with the six here, Midnight Hauler. Mm-hmm. Uh, David Cora coming over from Penn National. This horse is in pretty solid form as of late. Last four races, um, hit the board each time. Last race out, posted a 92 speed figure in the $50,000 uh, race on turf at a mile in the 16th. So same very condition. Um, obviously just taking a little bit of a step up in class here with the, the higher stakes race here. But, um, I think that this is, uh, this is a move that was strategic. I think that this horse is put in the spot. Um, and David Cora is making the, making the transition over here. So, um, I mean, I think it's kind of a throw a dart in this race, but, um, I think just from the looks on the form. I think this is one I'll have on the ticket as well. It's one that makes sense, right? Yeah. It's, in this race, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And when you come over from parks too, and the last two wins this horse has had is it a mile national? Six, yeah, yeah. national is a mile 16th on turf. Yeah. Um, you go to the race that it ran on the dirt. It finished third by five lengths. So it's clearly a turf horse. It takes to the turf very well. It makes sense. Um, yeah. Like I said, same condition, maybe yeah. a little bit of a step up, but I think that that transition over here from Penn to pretty, pretty competitive for state bred races too. Yeah. For this horse, uh, looks like five state bred races there. Third, second, win, second, and fourth. We're going all the way back to September of last year. So, mm-hmm. uh, does well against state breds. Uh, I yeah, would just, definitely want to have this one on the ticket. Just beat the seven. You must chill. Yep, out there as well. I was yep. torn. Yeah, I I think the one on paper is the best of it. Um, I was torn between adding the seven and the three. Mm-hmm. Seven just got beat. Um, seven makes a lot of sense too. Seven makes sense. Frankie, Frankie coming over, chipping with him. Um, the three, I think just, I get, I get interested to see when I see I on a long shot, yeah. I almost uh, automatically want to have him on. It. How do you not bet? Just I cause, <laughs> right. I mean, on paper. Yeah. Just, it just, it's showing improving form speed ratings are getting better. Um, but we're going to, to turf. Uh, last time on turf. Didn't didn't do well. If I'm putting this three in there, it's purely banking on can I get a price to close my pick five with Irad on a twelve to one shot. I, I agree. I just don't like the turf pedigree or the how it's. Oh, I don't like any on that. turf. Uh, but it's John Service Irad Ortiz on a twelve to one shot for Irish Cork. Pop that if up. I, and, if I've got room, yeah, I'll slide that some bitch in there. You get a price. It could make your play right there. Uh, I also have to go back to on the six. Did you? I was looking at the times. Did you see the time that it finished with a mile on the sixteenth? 139 flat. 139. Yeah, that's, that's cooking. It's pretty, it's cooking, pretty fast compared to the field, too, which I was just comparing to a couple of their horses that like. So, yeah, this is one that's uh, a little bit bigger on my radar, I think, right now. Well, looking at the at the seven, you must chill right behind it. It's right like, behind, all right, yeah. 139 at 4.1. So, yep. uh, this is this is one of those where I'm either going to make a gigantic ticket and spread the hell out of it, or I'm going to key the one to close it. Mm-hmm. I, I think you guys have got the two right there, except they have to run somebody down, and the one just might be able to go ahead and set a pace that uh, it can win on. I agree. That's kind of why I went to the one versus the six and the seven. But those are those are the three that definitely are on the ticket. I think I think you get to the front, get to the pace, and it's not going to get challenged. Yeah, that's consensus one six seven here. Three, if you can get a price on Irad, probably throw it on the ticket if you have room. I think that makes sense. Boom, yeah. boom, bitches. Not bad. That's your fat Philly five. <laughs> Smoking that fat Philly five, yo. Yeah, we're snorting that fat Philly. Yeah, we're going to crush it. And I'm going to crush it with my boot. Go Coolio that shit. I'm going to go Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born. Uh, well, we got uh, we got one more section. One more, one more session to do. Ooh. Because we haven't done it in, in probably, I don't know. Probably three weeks last hot time we minute. Did it, right? I, well, shit, I don't remember the last time I did it in, in studio. Are we, we do. Are we still I, talking about the bit? Or are we talking about something else? <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about right now? That's what I'm trying to figure out. 
What are you saying? We have another segment? Well, we got to finish it up with. Is it long? And it is. Is it live? And it is. It's time for live long shots of the week. Snort it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Rip it. All right. I am going to. Well, we just came out of this race. Race 12. The guys talked about it a little bit. I'm going to go with We the People. Because in 1776, a bunch of guys, they were tired of going four for five in the pick five at Royal Ascot, said, fuck this shit. We're going to find a land where we can go four or five, but take 15% out of the handle. That's screwing everybody. <laughs> so I'm going to go with We the People. You heard the guys. This horse is definitely in prime shape. Hitting those three-digit speed figures last three times out. Why not? 12 to 1, Flavian Pratt, Rodolfo Brissett. Give me fucking We the People. I like it. Kids over here drinking tea. Pour it out! <laughs> Pour that shit out! It is quite delightful, though. I'm going to go over to the race number nine for Dr. Death. Because this looks like a case for Dr. Death. All right, that's enough. That's enough radio for you today, son. Man overboard. Woman <laughs> overboard. It's a hell of a day at I sea, think, sir. I think overboard's got the most references on this podcast. I think you're right. It's at least once a month. But I'm going to go ahead and take a shot with this three here at 12 to 1. Edwin Gonzalez, my favorite Gulfstream rider right now. He's red hot there. Uh, teaming up with Gina Antonucci. These two are absolutely going to stun the field. Uh, doing something that this horse probably hasn't done before. It's seen some uh, pretty solid workouts on the form here. I think that this horse is going to be a little bit closer to the front, especially with an aggressive Edwin Gonzalez in a race that I think is pretty much wide open. So I'm going to take a shot with the three, Dr. Duke. Dr. Duke. I like where your hands at. Dr. Duke. I like where your hands at. You know, my pappy once told me, if that boat's a rockin', don't come knocking. <laughs> <laughs> my other pappy told me, let the boy watch. <laughs> Let the so I'm going to honor watch. both of these pappies. I'm going to take a look at this super long shot. Boats are rocking out of Calumet Farm. Tyler Connor, he's going to take this super long shot and pile drive down on pappy's wife, Donna. She doesn't <laughs> like it. Let the boy watch. Bring her on the Stugats. <laughs> Pound her out. Who is that, Gina? Gina. Gina. <laughs> <laughs> you said we tuck that sack back. Make it an easier transition. Make it a little bit of an easier transition for me. You know what? Oh, you know what? God. It's going to sound crazy to the hottest. Who's that? Gina. <laughs> Love that movie. That is a great movie. Fucking great. You know what? I actually watched it again not too long ago. That fucker holds up. Yeah. It still does. It holds up. Definitely does. Yeah. There's a, there's a few that you can go back and go, man, still holds. Still holds some water. Not many. Not many, but there are some. There are some out there. Overboard. Best movie. Ever. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a great movie. <laughs> I don't know how many times we've referenced it, but it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of. I am too. Not the not the new one. The, the new one is uh, Anna Ferris. I haven't seen the, the remake. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Goldie Hawn, yeah, the original, delightful. Kurt Russell, got yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Power couple. Goldie yeah. Hawn's daughter's pretty hot, dude. Big Trouble in Little China is uh, oh, that's probably my good favorite movie. one. Like, I like the Cinemax version. It's Big Trouble in Little <laughs> Vagina. Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that Schindler's Fist? <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> that's a bad one. <laughs> that's really rough. You can go through my VHS collections. What do you got over there? <laughs> Quite the title. Okay, those my, Nothing my secret but double penetration. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, guys. We're, we're, we're back in studio. We're having a good time. Check us out on all the socials. Don't forget to leave us new a merch, like, a follow. Get we got that merch. merch. Buy some shit. Breeders Cup merch, support, bitches. Support the team. Go support the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get softball, <laughs> bro. 
Back to parks we go, baby. Enjoy the weekend. Check us out on Twitter. We'll have picks all week. See ya. See ya.